Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Steph, and we're here today with Asmin. Hi. <laughs> okay, so um, for you, for all those who don't doesn't know who Asmin is or what she does, can you give a little bit of background of what you do for work? Okay, so um, I actually work for the Bagel House. If you guys don't know, Two Men Bagel House. Um, and also on the site, uh, we roll bagels. Um, on the site, I do uh, side jobs like uh, fitness. I teach um, spin classes in Ground Zero. Um, and also like some side gigs, if there is any, for the Wild Child. So the Wild Child is just my personal label. A bit of a background says she used to fly. Yeah. She was a stewardess for how many years? Seven years. And it was a pretty Seven. stable job. But then she decided to take the route less traveled and do more freelance work. Yeah. And then that's when you started Wild Child and all this other stuff. So how do you get um, freelance work? Um, how do you find like in the beginning? Yeah. So for the very first few time, um, it's actually word of mouth. So I, I used to study fashion um, in school. And then um, during the time when I'm, I'm studying, I actually picked up like um, software like um, Photoshop. Illustrator, and that's where I slowly self-learn um these skills. Mm. Um, but like the skills are actually kept in me, even if I I actually fly for seven years, I kind of still remember some things. Mm. Just that I, I kind of like stopped using it for a while. Mm. Then um I have a friend, my sister's friend, her very good friend um told me like, hey, why don't you just start something on your own since you're already leaving the airline. Mm. And I'm like, I, I, I was thinking, okay, maybe I should do that. So I started off thinking to do um styling, uh, table styling, anything got to do with events, uh, be it wedding, be it um, birthday parties or whatsoever. So I know of this because I went once to help her out. Yeah. Um, basically, like dessert table styling. So she doesn't produce the desserts, literally just the table styling. She'll yes. get source for the materials, source for what it's going to look like, and then put it together on the day of the event. Right? Yes. Okay, so would you think that you're happier now or mm. before when you had your stable job? I guess um it gives me a very different feel for both. Like when I when I'm in the fine industry, like everything was perfect, like comfort, like I don't have to think about money, I don't have to think about like uh what's next to do. Like mm. it's just very stagnant. And um but when I come out of the comfort zone, came out of the comfort zone, I kind of thought like it's gonna be very hard especially if you're a freelancer because mm. you never know when you get jobs and mm. you never know whether you I think that's what a lot of maybe younger people or people who are even stuck in a long-time job and they want to do something different with the talents that they already had sort of like you yeah and I would think that some a lot of people out there they may have some talents inside it could be like not creative it could be something else whatever it is but if you want to step up a comfort zone and pursue it I think for me if it, the, the line is always if not now then when yes yeah. Right? right? Yeah. And so for you, when you started out, it was word of mouth. Mm. And then I think she built a portfolio on Instagram. Yeah. Right. Um, Instagram, as everyone should know by now, is a great source, like a great marketing tool. Because anyone out there can hire you, especially for graphic design or whatever, because you can do it online. Um, I think that's a great tool. So she has the wild child to do that. So she does what? Illustration work, painting, graphic design. Yeah. Anything going to do with hands. Yeah. She honest. likes to be hands on. Yeah. Like she would 
I don't know, find a piece of wood and paint on it. Mm. She has helped me paint a staircase, like a stairwell. Um, I know she's done mural for restaurants. So whatever it is, like, she's done it, basically, when it comes to design. So I think, I mean, I have a multidisciplinary creative design studio as well. So it's very hard. People ask, like, what are you doing? I'm like, huh? It's more like, what have I not done? Yeah, very hard to explain. I think we are both very similar in that sense. Like, we like a new challenge. Yeah. We like trying new things. And we don't mind getting dirty. Yes. While you're working. Like, with pain or whatever. We're not very girly. <laughs> if you can tell. <laughs> We're not if very you girly. Can tell. Okay, no. so... um, Outside of that, okay, so we've covered, like, the work part. And if... To us, I guess, if you're stuck in a job where you're not very happy, pursue something that you love. And I think that if you work with heart and you work with passion, um, even if, the, if you might be earning less, I think it could be happier. Yeah. Well, it will be happier. Well, I think I, I went, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, when you first started freelance, it's going to be super tough. Mm. First of all, like um, you need to have people who like your work. Mm. If, if they don't like your work, they won't come to you. Second mm. of all, doesn't mean that they come to you means they will take you. So like you, you really have to think about whether money draws your attention mm. or passion draws your attention. Mm. Yeah, it's what you want out of life. Correct. Yeah, but when there's a will, there's a way. Yes, correct. Because so, I don't believe that if you really want to find work, you can't find it. Yeah, yeah. Like even if you're doing maybe freelance site and then you need some kind of other job, you can still work part time at yes. wherever somewhere. Correct. Yeah, you know some F and B place or whatever it is, you can still have a little bit of money. Well, that is to say also people with no liabilities like mortgages and stuff or like families, it's a lot harder to step out of that comfort zone. Yeah. But for younger people out there who are still trying to think about what they want to do, just try. Yeah. yeah. Do it when you're young because that's only the time where you can actually feel and make... Before, like, well, I want to say because some young people already have a lot of liabilities. Yeah. And so I guess do it while you don't have a commitment. Yeah. While yeah. your freedom is still intact, so to right. speak. I understand that she does a lot of freelance work and I know her really well. I know she works like probably sometimes Monday to Sunday or it just doesn't really matter. She's probably working every single day. Yeah. Um, even when she's home, she's working on her iPad or drawing something or doing something. Yeah. Um, but you're so busy, right, with work. Do you ever feel lonely? Of course. Like, um, to be honest, most of the time, first of all, freelance, this word means freelance you are yourself so everywhere you go you do yourself even down to sourcing down to thinking of ideas down to jotting it down down to execution like freelancer you are just solely yourself so when you're at work you're yourself when you go home for me i'm still myself like i'm still alone so like most of the time i will feel a little bit more lonely um yeah because you don't have like a, a corporate structure where like you see the same few uh colleagues every day yes so it's you don't have that kind of environment where you build rapport with your co-workers right and I kind of understand that as well because I'm a loner (laughs) (laughs) I'm always alone okay but um so how do you try and stay sane because I know loneliness actually is a thing for a lot of people like I myself included like I'm never really alone because I have a daughter you know I live with family but at the same time like I, for me, even if I'm in a crowded room, sometimes I still feel very alone. So how do you curb that issue mm, of loneliness? I guess if we talk about before COVID, um, I actually made a point to tell myself like um, to get out of Singapore at least mm. four times a year, at least. Um, like further away, like maybe Japan, which is like one of my 
favorite place to go to and it is a nearby place Bali. So mm-hmm. like I would wanna go out. And alone sometimes you yes. go alone. I will go alone to um Bali to Japan. Like I don't mind being alone. But <laughs> that's where like I really find um inspiration and feel less jaded sometimes. Mm. Um if you talk about in Singapore workout, I guess it's something that I will go to if I feel lonely because that's where I spend my own time at the same time I'm kind of like talking to somebody uh, maybe imaginating them <laughs> I don't know it's just like you feel so less alone yeah, yeah. when no, you no, walk up yeah because yeah. yeah. I, I think we I talked to Martin about this on, on another episode where we feel like working out kind of like makes a new community mm. even if you're introvert even if you're shy when you're in like an environment where you're full of endorphins you're just more prone to making friends and usually usually people who work out all quite nice because everybody's like and too often driven as long as like everyone's high so yeah i do understand that i think for me like i enjoy being at home so much like i like going out maybe actually to go out like outside of work mm. once a week yeah she do not really go out <laughs> yeah i don't really like to go out like i'm always home um so when i do go out i make it a point to like really socialize because I'm actually an extrovert, introvert. I think people always think that I'm super noisy. I'm super like, I can talk to anyone. Which not I, really. Which I can, but actually I'm not really. I'm quite, I would think that I'm quite private and I'm always alone. And I really do enjoy that space. And as much as I'm lonely, I guess for me, a different point of view, like, as much as people like, she's single, she's vivacious, you know, she's she can live like a different way of life. But for me, because I have a kid and I'm a lot older. So I guess my point of view is, if I'm lonely at home or I feel like, you know, because, you know, you don't have someone to lean on or something. Mm. For me, it's about self-care mm. in the way where maybe I actually now think, okay, so Saturday and Sundays, sometimes I still have work from home, but I'll take out one day to be like, okay, today I have to do a salt bar or, okay, my feet hurts from spinning. I have to do some kind of, you know, thing self-care, day. self-care day, yeah, like a mask, a bath. At least, at least five minutes to ten minutes being alone, because my daughter never allows me time alone. Never, <laughs> like never, literally, not even when I'm taking a poop. So, um, I think it's important. Like, I guess a lot of people face loneliness differently. I guess for Asmin, it's she needs to go out and find something to do. Or before, actually, pre-COVID, saying I would like to get out of Singapore once every three months. I find it very stifling to stay here in a creative sense. Right. Different things fuel different people. For me, my creative creativity or my mind is fueled by nature, expansiveness, which we don't really get here, unfortunately. And lucky enough, we get to travel. Um, and for her, it's Tokyo or Bali. And for me, it's Tokyo or LA. And I love hiking and all that outside. And I like feeling small. I like being in like on top of a mountain and looking at like the vastness of everything and feeling, okay, you're literally nothing you're you know this small in the universe so i get put back in my own place because city folk and living a city life you're always okay. in a building or you're always yeah. around a lot of people so she makes a point where post-covid how do we deal with it so i guess for me i actually learned to stay at home even more <laughs> Well, to be honest, um, I actually didn't really feel the COVID. Oh, yeah, because you were working too Yeah, because I've been always in the shop. Um, she's in the service industry. Yeah, yeah, correct. So, so she's always at Baker House. Yeah, I guess um, for me, I didn't have that luxury. So 
at least you're still surrounded by people and yeah. working and doing stuff. Yeah. The only thing that um really, really got me a bit more upset is because I can't meet friends. Mm. Yeah. And oh, she did mention this to me. Yeah. Because I was telling her, like, but you know what? Like, you know, she said, she told me, like, oh, I can't wait for phase two because I can't wait to come see you. And I was like, but you're surrounded by people all day. It's different. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's different like, when you actually go and meet. Correct. Not to yeah. say she doesn't like the people she work with. She yeah, likes yeah, them yeah. as well. But it's just different when you hang out with your friends. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, and so. actually, so ever since phase two, we have made it a point, Um, a few of us, we come together every week, which is tonight, to have dinner, like pig out. Like either work out, dinner. Work out and dinner. No, we usually nights. work out dinner and then movie night or game night or whatever. Yeah. And it, it actually has, I feel like it's elevated our friendship. Yes. Because now we hang out in smaller groups. So you have more time to be more close. Yeah. And you basically understand people more. Yeah, the, yeah. those few people. Right. Yeah. So I guess everyone has an outlet for loneliness. But if you are feeling it, do something about it. Mm. I think like whatever kind of depression or sadness or, or, or mental health issue that you're facing alone, try your best not to face it alone. I'm sure there are a lot of hotlines out there that you can call talk to people if you have no friends but if not go and work out yeah I Seriously. think work out really helps go and work out um, go and work in the service industry yeah. <laughs> yeah work out really helps a lot yeah. like it doesn't matter what kind of workout you do it could be spinning it could be heat class anything yeah yeah as long as you bring that adrenaline rush into your body it helps a little mm. but at the end of the day it's the power of the mind and I'm recently into stoicism. <laughs> <laughs> My friends cannot stand listening to me talk about stoicism, but, and I'm going to do a whole episode on it one day, but um, truly that it has given me more purpose and to feel less lonely because you find purpose in your own life for yourself. And I think self-gratification is really important. Um, okay, so to me, right, um, when I see her, every time I see her, she has this like, full of like life kind of like personality like she's always beaming she was always smiling she's always chirpy she always comes in with like a loud hi everybody like hello yeah it's me and when we're together we're kind of like crazy and loud and all that as well but i lean on her for a lot of support um, and advice and i feel like that's another thing that people need to do you must know who you can rely on and you can trust for like advice and all that and and who in your life makes you happy yeah I think if you surround yourself with people who actually make you happy you don't need a hundred you can even be one person somehow it helps you lean towards your journey of happiness as well and people around you should always encourage you to do what you'd like to do and not discourage you. Yeah. Um, so in conclusion, as a 21st century woman, independent, works hard, do you have any tips for other people out there who are currently facing employment struggles? Because I'm really sure, like, I've, I've spoken to a lot of people in my shop who are actually, like, in, in I work in Lauren Pillow, which is Spokey, right? It's a melting pot of all kinds of people. There are PR firms, there's ship brokerage, people, lawyers, bankers, you name it, have it, like fitness, all kinds of people. And I talk to everyone. That's part of my job. Sometimes I don't want to talk to you guys, but I have no choice. Just, just kidding. 
Um, so customer service is a big thing for me. I do actually enjoy the conversations I have with my customers who mostly turn into my friends. And I think a lot of people are facing this employment issue, especially post-COVID. First of all, you really need to know what you like because mm-hmm. um, that, that is a number one basic. Like you, I always tell people like you, your working time is 80% of your life. And if it's this 80%, you, you don't... never told me that before. Really? Oh, I, didn't, I think I did. Like, 80% of your time should be happy because the next 20% is your own time. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel happy within this 80%, then basically, like, half of your life, you're not happy. Then what's the point? Oh, so, right? Okay, so that's actually what I tell my team or people that I work with or people in general as well. Like, you spend so much time at work. Yeah. Essentially, you're spending 8 hours a day at right. work for most people. And if you don't enjoy what you do, yeah. then why are you doing it? Right. But, I mean, I do understand people who have, like, like I said, they have kids, mm. they have mortgages. It's really hard to take a first step out. Mm, then it's fine. Continue where you're working, but at the same time, you need to find something that else. Yes, yes, happy. Yes. yes. Right. So you cannot just dwell into, oh, my work sucks, I, mm. I don't like it, and then what's next? Like, mm. you really need to find something else. Mm. It could be down to the simplest thing like painting something. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know? And like, then you can sell on Etsy yeah, or something. Yeah. But then again, we're creative people, so we keep leaning towards the yes. side of things. Yeah. Even cooking. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or oh, yes, now there's a lot of home-based yeah. cooking and stuff. Actually, during COVID, I cooked a lot. I yeah. keep sending it to her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And I was thinking, like, a lot of my friends told me, like, you should try and sell it online and stuff. So, basically, what you're saying is find your passion, what you really enjoy doing. Correct. And then start from there. Yeah. Even if your passion is about money, then do something that makes mm. you happy to earn that money. Yeah. And before that, maybe let's say you're into finance and you don't have the money to invest, but I'm sure there's all these, like, apps or whatever that has um, a simulized... Uh, stock brokerage account that you can start up and and just simulate from there and basically take the first step into out of your comfort zone yes right into something that you love doing yeah but i would say like the first time when you try it you might fail but it's okay Mm. just keep trying and i think also i think to expand on that point for me i guess i've met so many people in my life i've talked to so many people in my life i really think how you measure success is very important like, for me, I don't discriminate against success. Like, somebody might think, like, if she can acquire a very killer figure and then she thinks that that's success, okay, great. Mm-hmm. You know, some people think money is success. Yeah. And if they don't reach that target, they're never successful. Some people just want to be a homemaker. Yes, they it's just fine. Want kids. It's fine. Whatever it is, yeah. it's fine. When we talk about your passion, it's how do you measure success? Yes. Right? For me, success is happiness. Yeah, my, my, my idea of happiness. Right? So... Chase your own version of success, whatever it is. To summarize everything, find your passion, follow that path, find your own version of success, follow that path as well. And along the way, as you grow older, filter out people who are just white noise. Yeah. And it's very easy to tell people who put you down, people who you trust and then break that trust. I've encountered that quite a bit recently. And then... When you have people like her surrounding, like for me, having her in my life, and we've not known each other very long, maybe two years-ish. Two years, maybe. Yeah, I think two years-ish. But every time I'm down, she's there, and she picks me right up. And there are days that she'll disappear if she's busy with work, but I don't think that's friendship. You you need someone there with you every day. Yeah, you don't have to. It's 
more important like the core of the nature of who they are and when you're around them somehow both of your energies align and it's always happiness even when I'm sad like when I see her it's still she still makes me happy not trying to ask you to isolate yourself but no. you don't need a lot of people in surround you you just need these few people who understands you correct yeah. And you guys can share the joy and sadness at the same time. Yes. Yeah. It's okay to be sad. No, definitely. <laughs> it's she's saying this because she's always like secretly sad at home. <laughs> Nobody knows. So all emotions are legitimate emotions. Essentially, I, I, I've only learned that like in the last past year. Like I've went through a lot of struggles, ups and downs of being sad and happy and happy and sad and like just finding a way. And that's okay. Yeah. We are human beings, we are yeah. like that. And I think nobody, obviously nobody saw COVID coming. Yeah. And through that, I've learned again. And I think that's the whole journey part where, I mean, even like our conversation today is so jumbled up. We go back and forth because obviously we had both at ADHD. <laughs> I hope you understand what we're trying to say because we both have an issue with talking about one thing straight the whole time. Um, but yeah, I think the essence of life for me in current day, I might change my mind three months away if you talk to me. Mm. If you surround yourself with my idea of success and find something you're passionate in doing. Like for me, I have a shop called Sugarfin, right? We are a cafe. Um, I've learned how to make coffee and then I've learned how to make sandwiches. I've learned how to like talk to my customers. And then on the side, because I love creative work, I try and freelance and find like interior design work, graphic design work, product design work, web design work. And outside of it, if I don't get that, I know that I have to feel my creative side of me outside of just like, as much as I love talking to people, imagine talking to 100 people a day. Sometimes at night, like, I just want to lie. Yeah. It can, can be very tired. Look at the wall and do nothing. Yeah. But outside of that, I still have to feel my creative side. So I would buy a canvas and just randomly paint. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at painting, right? Or just something like, I built small DIY house models or I cook. So like what she said earlier, see, like <laughs> about the part where she said finding something that can fuel what you do and the thing that you do, the main thing you do can be making money and then finding little things along yeah, the side that right. makes you happy. Um, and that would hopefully put you in the direction of happiness slowly. At the end of the day, you just need to have balance, not trying to ask you to completely be very passionate about something or mm. not learning something. So like a balance would be good. You have a bit of money, go and do something that you really like. Um I guess happiness is something that we should all remember mm. that we cannot lose in life. Mm. Yeah. And there will be days where you'll be very, very sad or very apathetic or just fine. And it's fine as well. Yeah. But you must know that you cannot dwell. Yes. You need to pick yourself up at some point yes. and move forward. And on those days it'll be the hardest where you just don't see the ending. Because I have anxiety issues as well. Wow, I sound like a messed up person. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to be my friend. <laughs> but there will be days like that where you have anxiety or you have just so much abasement with so much stress. Yeah. Those are the days that you should stop thinking so much. Literally stop thinking. Go and, go and, go and watch some like Netflix dramas, some YouTube thing, get yeah. your mind off of things. Go and find something to do that you're not even skilled at doing. Like, I never built a mini model house before. Just find something else to do that's outside of your comfort zone that you think you might potentially like doing and you just never know where it takes you. Esme is very... Esme is very camera shy. That's why she's like a little bit awkward but I think you did really well. I still think you did really well. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I hope you find your 
Asmin version of my Asmin Sunday, like your sunshine. But if you don't, <laughs> I want to say too bad, but that's no. <laughs> no. All right, shall we conclude? Okay. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye.